phase six is 2024 to 2025. Opens up with Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Victor Von Doom. Doctor Doom. He's Kang. a wizard. Kang Dynasty. Kang is in control. He just goes variant crazy. The other Kangs would never be defeated. Secret, Secret Wars. 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 Choose your challenger. All of the heroes. All of the villains. We could see anything. Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> as that uh, one, the one guy. It's, uh, it's so complicated, Austin. That's right, Chuck. Hello there, assemble. So now this is where Kevin Feige friggin' dropped the mic and then picked it back up and announced that phase six, they already have a plan. And people were like, oh, he was like, let's look ahead to phase six. And people just lost their collective Just couldn't handle it. Yeah. I mean, like the audience reaction. And this is kind of funny because like the people at comic-con clearly know what's going on because every time he announced yeah. a title they were losing their minds yeah. and i was at home going what <laughs> well if you're at comic-con you don't have much of a mind to lose oh got him freaking roasted <laughs> all right so phase six opens up with fantastic four that's exciting we've already seen a mr fantastic from 838 earth in Dr. Strange. This is, is this 2024? Uh, I don't think they even set a date. It is because phase, phase five is 2023 to 2024. And then phase six is 2024 to 2025. So phase six starts with Fantastic Four movie. Yay. Which makes sense because a lot. Can John Krasinski hold out two more years to get cast again in another movie i really hope so <laughs> better question can he with all of his star power convince the powers that be mm. specifically feige oh i thought you were talking about the watchers that emily uh what's her name blunt should be his, uh, who's his wife in real life should play uh his wife in fantastic four i would support that and i mean that's obviously fan casting like I said, they're running out of actresses, so she's going to be involved at some point in some capacity. Might as well be with her husband. Well, I would, you know, normally I've been like all about um, their casting decisions. Um, the Although recently... There's the we didn't we didn't talk about it, but the quantum mania problem, which is mm -hmm. the girl who plays um, Scott's older five year older daughter mm -hmm. in Endgame is not going to be playing his daughter in quantum mania. They That's just right. recast her. And apparently the actress didn't even know she was recast until the cast list came out and she wasn't on it. Freaking yikes. And that's kind of messed up, you know, pretty messed up. <laughs> it sucks. It's also weird because. It's like, I don't know, like you just ass assumptions are not always a good thing, but you would just generally as an audience, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but as an audience, I would just expect that's the character I should get familiar with going forward. Right. You took that away from me. Yeah. That sucks. You took that away. But maybe Kang is the reason that that happened. 
So Fantastic Four was announced. I'm hoping that there's Doctor Doom. Like I said, maybe they sprinkle in a Doctor Doom reference in the Wakanda Forever movie. Maybe not, though. Uh, I would hope that he's involved moving forward because he is an extremely powerful villain. I mean, we have seen twice now him show up in the previous Fantastic Four movies, uh, both of which weren't received very well, especially the latest. Fan stick. Yeah, I didn't even see that one. Did you see that one? What was it, 2015? I um, did not see it, but I thoroughly, I appreciate that movie existing because boy, did I get a lot of entertainment out of watching people tear it apart on YouTube. That's kind of what happened, yeah. Doctor Doom, one thing that they have not explored in the movies is his mystical powers. He is up there with Doctor Strange. He's a wizard. Yeah, in terms of his ability to conjure up the... Darkness. Jobbers. That's something they never really did with the villain in the movies. Yeah, so I'm hoping that they bring him in. Uh, I'd be very interested to see who they cast as him because he potentially Maybe. could play a massive role in what they unveiled. Maybe. Not me. So Not me. They, they said Fantastic Four, and then this was like the big mic drop moment where he, Kevin Feige stood up and said, we will have two Avengers movies closing out Phase 6, Avengers Kang Dynasty, yeah, and Avengers Secret Wars. So this is where things get really, really dumb, guys. This is like, there are so many storylines that converge and characters and... Do you think that it's unfortunate that Secret Wars sounds so similar to Secret Invasion? Yeah, I was a little confused. I thought they were the same thing. That's going to be a problem. It's like the Wii. <laughs> it's like Nintendo Wii and Nintendo Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> Bad idea. I bought one. I bought a Wii. I did have a Wii. I got it off eBay. And I remember feeling like biggest moron in the world about a week later like why do i own this thing total side note but do you remember like when the wii came out and but there were like all these like leaked images of what the console was going to look like yeah and i remember then playstation 3 was coming out yeah and do you remember like the, the boomerang controller yeah the leaked images of like the spider leg controller i was way into it yeah i think you and me would send those to each other all the time the future yeah the future used to be so bright yeah Back before everything went the dark bad. days. Our dark days. Before um, Iron Man came out. So, Kang Dynasty. Here's the rundown, guys. Kang has been introduced in Loki. The Kang that we were introduced to in Loki was one variant. He was probably the most uh, benevolent of all the Kangs. He oh, was. Man, that's right. That's it's. Uh, it's so complicated, Austin, because Loki. <sighs> Loki introduces this idea of not multiverses, right. but variants, right. because it's not that they're multi-universes, it's mm-hmm. that they're multi-timelines. Right. So, oh, this Loki is just from another timeline, exactly. and this Loki is from, a, this person's from another timeline. So it's like, I, I'm not sure how well they established what the difference is mm-hmm. between like a variant Right. And a multiverse. Yeah. You know. From uh, another Earth. Yeah. Because, yeah, the the Loki that we know, the time variant that we are in, that we know, we're in, like, this is all real life. The Loki that we know is dead. Is it? But the Loki is that it? is in the Loki show is a variant. Yeah. And uh, it gets complicated. And, yeah, this Kang stuff gets complicated. So he, uh, the the Kang that we were introduced to, his title was He Who Remains. The reason he was he who remains is because he killed off all the other Kang variants and he killed off other, he actually killed off other 
universe Kangs. This is literally the plot of the one with Jet Li. Is it? Yeah. I'll never see it. They're ripping it off. It's a good movie. I like that movie. Spoiler alert. To a movie I'll never see. Although it's called the one, but technically the, the movie comes down to like the last two of them and they're fighting. Shoot. Spoilers. Neither of them kill the other. So there's like still two at the end of the movie. Very interesting. It's a good movie. Until they play like Limp Bizkit at the end and then you're like, man, never mind. Over the end of credits. So anyway, Kang, let's let's talk about who Kang is. Can we talk more about the one with Jet Li? <laughs> no. Okay. So Kang, he, in the comics, he is actually, his name is Nathaniel Richards. He's from the 30th or the 31st century. So he is a futuristic. Isn't Richards the last name of uh, Mr. Fantastic? It sure is. So I don't. Dad? From the research I've done, I don't think it's confirmed, but. It's a common last name. He's possibly a descendant of it's, Reed Richards' time-traveling father, who is also named Nathaniel Richards. But, but Austin Reed Richards is white, and, and Nathaniel Richards King isn't. What are you trying to pull? <laughs> I don't know. He also potentially could be a descendant of Victor Von Doom, Doctor Doom. Um, so Kang, it's like Star Wars, everyone's related. Everybody knows everybody. Lando's got a daughter. Han Solo got his Chewbacca, his blaster, <laughs> and like half of, no, like 90% of the things you know about him in the space of one week. Right. <laughs> so It's all connected. So Kang, he's a tech genius uh, from the future who has mastered time travel. Okay. He travels back. In the comics, Go his ahead. first appearance is he travels back to ancient Egypt in a Great sphinx. Place to start. He's in a sphinx-shaped spaceship. Uh, good disguise. So You'll the Great know. Sphinx of Egypt is actually Kang's spaceship. Wait, the Great Sphinx is his spaceship. He never le- he never got rid of it. He just he parked left it, it there. there. He left it there to mystify the humans. <sighs> well, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, it'd be pretty easy to crack that sucker open and find out that that's <laughs> not just a bunch of rocks. I, well, actually. That's a whole separate. We could go do this right now, Austin. Me and you get on a plane, and (laughs) it's not that they're not going to let us take a hammer to that thing. (laughs) Hammer time! (laughs) It's for science. (laughs) Well, actually, I read that again. We're going off here. I read that they did like a lidar um, scan of it, and that there's like a cavity inside of it. Oh, should see. But they don't want to disrupt it because it is what it is, and like they can't ruin it. Can't they though? Maybe that was just tinfoil hat stuff though. That stuff's crazy, man. Egypt is so ancient that it was ancient for Cleopatra. Yeah. She was rounding about. Yeah, I mean, well, like, the general idea is that the Great Pyramids are 7,000 years old, and, like, the Sphinx is 7,000 years old. Super old. But, um, man, this is, like, a whole thing, and I don't know that much about it, so I don't want to... Egypt is the boomer of nations. It's almost like they think it's 7,000 years old, but there's a lot of water erosion at the base of the Great Sphinx. Oh. And it people have said for a long time that it's actually wind erosion from the sand, but anybody who knows about erosion knows that it's water erosion, which then, if it is water erosion, the only thing makes that makes sense was it's, that... It was, in, it was in a fertile, watery um, environment, not exactly. necessarily just desert. 
Exactly. And the only time that the Sahara was not a desert was like 12,000 years ago. Dang. So let me uh, blow your mind with that. Well, I hope Kang uh, goes back in time just to sort that out. I hope they they give us some live footage of what it was like. I really would like us to finally, in the year 2025, (laughs) get that just... This is coming from somebody who knows approximately 3.5% about ancient Egypt. (laughs) And that was one of the tidbit facts that I learned. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's enough. So Hey, no better place to come up with crazy conspiracy theories (laughs) about ancient history than Egypt. Ain't that the truth. Okay. It's aliens. just, it's just the perfect place. It really is. to make up stuff. Yep. So anyway, uh, Kang goes back in time. He goes to ancient Egypt uh, because he knew that uh, our boy Oscar Isaac Apocalypse Apocalypse was this all powerful mutant from ancient Egypt. So he goes back there to try to essentially like take over Apocalypse's mind and like manipulate him into serving him i don't think it works out for him but that was his motivation to going back to ancient egypt well is that why like apocalypse in the movies is always blue he's like a blue skinned guy maybe and then kang as you see him in loki is not blue skinned he looks like just a dude he's a normal person but in a lot of the comics and even in some like the photoshop graphics i've seen of kang he's blue he's like his skin is blue and he's got like a purple tv head yeah, so I was—I don't know. I was always wondering: is he like an alien, or is there like a something? He's—he's he's like a tech. I don't know. Maybe in he's the future, everyone's blue. <sighs> maybe that Eiffel sixty-five song was prophecy. <laughs> I guess so. so. Okay, so he goes back in time. It's yep. kind of like the end of Deadpool two. He goes back in time. He shoots Oscar Isaac in the head. He says, "Your movie's terrible." <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> no, he becomes Pharaoh. He becomes Pharaoh Rama Tut. And his first ever debut in the comics is uh, like the first, one of the first episodes of Fantastic Four where they are also back in time and they defeat Rama Tut. Moon Knight is a story that takes place with Egyptian gods and Egyptian timeline. And there is a small Easter egg in one of the episodes of Moon Knight. It's when he's fighting those three guys on the roof and him and uh, Steven and Mark both black out. And when they wake up, two dudes are dead. And then the third dude is like the young kid. Yeah. That young kid is wearing a jacket and on the back of the jacket is a Pharaoh symbol. The Pharaoh symbol is the Rama Tut symbol. So we know that there have been little sprinklings in Moon Knight at least that Ramata exists. I don't know if they're going to explore that with the whole Kang thing. Yeah. But that is a part of his story. Maybe it was just a fun Easter egg. That was his first appearance. Um, but then he travels back to the future. And then that's when he just goes variant crazy, where he is able to manipulate space, time, uh, the quantum realm. And that's why he's going to show up in Quantumania. It's almost as if he potentially is the one who created the like time slips. And don't get sucked into a time vortex. We won't be able to save you. That Scott Lang okay. falls into and that they utilize in Endgame to go back in time and get the Infinity Stones. Essentially, it sounds like all the things Thanos wanted, but just without the hard part. Yeah, and almost like in Loki, how they're just using the time stones as paperweights. Like Kang is in control of the TVA. So the mere fact that Thanos is like seeking these. So I don't watch TV. 
So Thanos is seeking the Infinity Stones, but they're just like trinkets to Kang. He's that powerful. Yeah, he is. He's Thanos times eleven D. I mean, this is, he Dang. is way more powerful. And it, and from what I and gather, he's better looking. That probably helped. For he's sure. Not got like that ugly Josh Brolin face. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, he's a good looking guy. Although if, his cousin apparently is, or is his brother at the end of Eternals is also like Harry Styles, decent looking dude. Yeah, I need to look that. Up. I haven't watched Eternals. Yeah, can't wait to find out. It's almost like everything that has happened up to this point, Kang has allowed to happen. Um, some even theorize that the time slips that they used in the quantum realm, Kang allowed them to do that because he knew he who remains, if he ever died, he needs to uh, have almost like a way for the other Kangs to be defeated. If, if the Avengers had not discovered those time slips, uh-huh. the other Kangs would never be defeated. So you're saying it's all going to work out in the end. Maybe. Oh, there's no more tension. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> so Kang is super powerful, and because there are so many variants of him, as soon as you kill one, the next one pops up. You kill that one, the next one pops up. And it is just like there are hundreds of Kangs. Dang. But what's interesting is so in, um, in Doctor Strange, again, no line of dialogue is wasted. <laughs> I have famously used her. Mr. Fantastic says, an incursion occurs when the boundary between two universes erodes and they collide, destroying one or both entirely. It's almost like when a character is present in another universe and he's present there for a long time or too long and he starts changing stuff, it starts to destabilize those universes. So we've got Spider-Man. Uh, we got Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man and we got uh, Tobey Maguire coming back. We got them back in yeah uh, no way home yeah uh it's almost like if they would have stuck around and they would have kept fighting with tom holland things would have gotten bad like their worlds would have started to destabilize the reality that they operate in would have destabilized and the two earths essentially would have collided and they both would have been destroyed dang uh so that kind of mindset of like kang clearly is all over He's creating all these timelines. He's so all is over. King a good guy? Well, here's the thing. No. But if these if these universes and this they called this phase the multiverse phase. Sure, sure, sure. Like this what this is all about. And Kang is like the but, multiverse. But guy. why did Doctor Strange have the multiverse of madness? Just to four. just to tease what was coming. And David right. was really upset with, right. with Multiverse of Madness because he wanted them to like fully yeah, dive yeah, into yeah. it. The ending was really good. I just I thought it was going somewhere else and it didn't. Sure. This was the movie. Right. And then it wasn't. So it's right. like, what are you guys gonna do? I don't know. I have hopes. Go into it. And they didn't they kind of just skimmed over it. Yeah, they gave you a very, very, very a very hop, small skip, sliver. and a jump through the multiverse. It was, and they did that because they were leading up to this, and like this is going to be the meat and potatoes of the multiverse. Okay, that was just a quick sampler. But if he's hopping all over, and there's all these variants, there's going to be a lot of destabilization. Where Earths may collide. What happens in the comics actually is some people team up. Some of our heroes team up with Kang because they understand like the implications. They have to do something to stop it. It's it's our world versus another world. Dang, just like real life. And it's our it's it's Tom Holland Spider-Man versus Tobey Maguire. Oh, who do I pick? Which one do I shoot? Because the re- <laughs> the realities are destabilizing and it's either our world's going to go or theirs is going to go. 
Right. Or if if they don't like resolve the conflict and like basically destroy the other Earth, both are going to collide and they're both going to be wiped out. So I know I'm. I know I was sounded like a joke earlier, but this is this is sounding dramatically way too close to the plot of the one with Jet Li. <laughs> Because in the movie, it's like every time he kills one of his like multiverse yeah. variants, he gets stronger. All mm. of the remaining ones get stronger until it's like literally the last two fighting against each other to be the one. And the problem is they keep the the good guys are trying to stop him because they're worried if he does that, it'll like <laughs> literally collapse all the universes. Yeah. So holy cow. So dude, couple things. Kevin, there is give Jet Li a cameo in this somewhere <laughs> somehow, and I'll know. There is a Kang Prime. He is like the Kang of all Kangs. And all the other Kangs are just running around doing stuff to appease Kang Prime. Like he is orchestrating everything. It's messed up. But yeah, like it, it may come down to these worlds. I would are, hope that I am the Sean Prime. I would of say so. My universe. I think that's accurate. 616 Sean. Sean Prime. 001 Sean. 01111. But one, if you're in the upside down, it's 110. One, yeah. Okay, good point. Um, so we're kind of on this collision course of like, things are going to get really intertwined and messy. And there may be an incursion, which is, there's no there's no other reason that Reed Richards said that in Doctor Strange, unless that's where this is leading. An incursion occurs when the boundary between two universes erodes, destroying one or both entirely. Where the multiverse is going to get a little too messy. Yeah and universes are going to literally collide, which leads us right into Secret, Secret Wars. Wars. Secret Wars is a... Dang, I just had an idea. What? Fantastic Four, we're going to find out, isn't actually the Fantastic Four from our 616 universe. It's actually essentially a prequel mm. of that Reed Richards from Multiverse of Madness. And it's kind of like leading up to his worst fears coming to pass with Kang and the incursions and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, some I one person theorized the Kang dynasty is maybe Kang. If he is related to Reed Richards, maybe in Fantastic Four, Kang approaches Reed about like joining up with him to take yeah. over the universe. Um, the and, Kang initiative. And then when Reed Richards denies him, that's when maybe he pivots to uh, Doctor Doom. And then Kang and Doctor Doom team up. And the problem is, you're, you, there are so many characters that are going to be involved in this movie. Like, double what is in Endgame. Yeah. You know, how we, you know how we used to get upset about them killing characters off? Yeah. Now it's like, well, you just, you know, just start thinning the herd Somebody's here, guys. It's too much. That's why I said I think Thor is going to die. Because Hemsworth's been around for a, a long time. <sighs> and God. they literally just tripled the amount of characters that we know. Bye, Chris. Peace. Peace. R.I.P. Nice and peace. You. Um, you were a good boy. <laughs> so, so Secret Wars. Secret it, Wars is. Let me let's let's just make it very clear. Yeah, it is the Super Smash Brothers, basically, <laughs> of uh, the Marvel Cinematic basically. Universe. Basically, so in Secret Wars, choose your challenger. <laughs> Secret Wars was was brought to light in 1984. Actually, there's two comic book series. Oh, one in gosh. 1984 one more recently in 2015 the 1984 is a uh basically a again multiverse gets destabilized earth 616 crash courses with another earth and they destroy each other uh a celestial being called the beyonder he's this super powerful 
Beyonder. Beyonder. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not really his name, is it? That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonder. <laughs> so, this was actually at a time where Marvel was going through like a ton of change. They had they had hired and fired a bunch of people to direct and lead Marvel, and the new director came in and basically like Secret Wars is what saved Marvel. Okay. So it was this storyline where these two worlds collide. The Beyonder creates out of those two broken worlds. He creates a world called the Battle World, and he is obsessed with the heroes of Earth. Yeah. And he's obsessed with the villains of Earth. So he brings all of the heroes and all of the villains to Battle World and they just fight. So it sounds like it's like when the little kid gets all of his action figures together and he yeah. just like kind of <laughs> mashes them against. Imagine the closing of Endgame times seven. Oh my gosh. And now you're talking about heroes from across other timelines, other variants, other worlds. We could see the X-Men, the original X-Men, you know, Hugh Jackman and what's his face as Professor X, Magneto, like Mark Hamill in a voiceover booth. <laughs> they could bring everybody in. And actually in 2000, the 2015 version, it isn't Beyonder that does all this. It's actually Dr. Doom that does all this. No, no, Dr. Doom, you monster. Yeah, so he, and this, in the 2015 version, that's actually how we get introduced to Miles Morales. He is another Earth Spider-Man who gets thrown into this battle world, and then he sticks around and he stays basically on Earth 616. Yeah. So. I mean, who wouldn't? I, I enjoy it so far. It's a good one. One of the better ones, at least. Top three. Top four. Mm. <laughs> yeah, top four. So. I, I mean, there's so many ways that they can do this. They are doing these Avengers movies back to back, which means they may be doing the same formula that they did with Infinity War yeah. and Endgame, where there's a huge cliffhanger really, at the end. Uh, they're really like complementary. Yeah. They go together. There's going to be a big, oh my gosh, moment at the end of Kang Dynasty that will lead into Secret War. Doesn't it seem weird, though, that you're spending literally years building up this Kang villain arc and the villains or the heroes in fact villains with thunderbolts having to all eventually work together to defeat kang that's right. probably the premise of that movie and then at the end it just somehow switches it's like when you beat the boss and in the at the end of the game but then he has his final form right where he's like not even a person anymore he's just like a weird blob monster and then he hits you with an attack that instantly kills you because you don't know what to do yeah you're like uh i'm all out of mike phoenix down i don't know what to do <laughs> so you don't you think it's weird that secret wars would just become this weird like hey guys uh like uh it's just you know we had we had this character driven highly motivated narrative based off a pivotal character's desires wants and then we go from that to now this like hey it's battle royale by the way like i don't know like uh, let's just get every contract out of the out of the box all right, right. chris evans get out here rdj get out here yeah uh, uh you 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 played uh saber in the first x-men movie no one remembers you and you get on out here well there was a panel uh when the 2015 version came out there was a panel uh, calling all actors who have ever played a comic book yeah. character ever. There was a panel for that. Ben Affleck as Daredevil. <laughs> Colin Farrell as Bullseye. <laughs> Jennifer Garner as Elektra. 
We could see anything. Shaquille O'Neal as that uh, one guy. Wesley Snipes as the original Blade. <laughs> yeah, they, they could do anything. The, Here's what, uh, let's, let me just let me just say something real quick. I'm sorry, it. I don't want to interrupt you, but I feel like this needs to be said. Secret Wars is going to come out. It's going to be everything, everywhere, all at once. I think so. But for superhero movies, yeah. And then the world's going to end. <laughs> Maybe it's like the la- it'll be literally the last hurrah, and then that's it. We're all gonna we're all it's all over. I don't know what they're gonna do because yeah, it opens up like the multiverse opens up like seventeen Robert Downey Juniors could show up. I mean, I've had that. headaches for thirteen months straight now. If they're only gonna get worse with everything that's coming, all right, well, end of the world, I guess. So in that panel of 2015, though, somebody asked a question to the author, and they're like, "Well, what about this character? Is he gonna show up?" Author. Uh, the guy who, I don't know, the guy who illustrated it. Okay. So they're asking him about some random character. And he said, listen, in Secret Wars, everyone dies. <laughs> just, like, just like so blunt, like, you're going to get all of it, but they're all going to die. It's like Celebrity Deathmatch. So now, like, the issue with that, though, is there are so many right. characters. It's going to be, it's going to be like, it's going to be the Lego movie twist. Where Secret Wars is going to be a two and a half hour movie of characters like literally killing each other, like it's non, it's a battle royale, mm-hmm. and then the last ten minutes of the movie it's going to pull out and it's just like some kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's Galactus, and then it's and then it's no, like it's and then it's like and then the credits roll and it's like all right that's all folks it was all just a it was by the way this was all just comic books <laughs> this wasn't real yeah when I started Why really don't you go outside when I started <laughs> I'm a neckbeard. I need to go touch grass. Uh, when I started diving into this, it became a little overwhelming. I mean, you wrote you wrote notes. I wrote, I typed on a computer all the things that I needed to talk about because like this Kang Secret Wars thing is going to be intense. But what somebody that I listened to pointed out is there are too many characters at this point and it's almost like they need to divide it up and like you're going to have an Earth team maybe led by Captain America. You're going to have a space team led by... I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy. Buzz Aldrin. Buzz Aldrin. Um, John Stamos. The, somebody's going to get involved. So it's like they have mm-hmm. to have segments, almost like they did in Endgame or no, Infinity War, where it's like they had the people fighting on Titan and they had people yeah. fighting on you know Wakanda. Uh, but they need to do that times four because there's just more people and they need to spread it out. Yeah. So Doctor Doom has not at all been confirmed. And some people think, well, maybe Kang the Kang dynasty is going to roll into secret wars and maybe Kang takes that role of Dr. Doom and maybe he's the one that creates that earth. But it, I don't think it makes sense because there are so many battles that need to be fought. I mean, sure. They could all be fighting all the Kang variants, but I think what's more realistic is Dr. Doom is fighting this group of heroes. Kang is fighting this group of heroes. And then there's all these other heroes filtered in that are kind of on like side quests that are still like super crucial to the storyline. But we got to get the MacGuffin to stop Kang. You go this way, you go that way. Well, and like if they're bringing in uh, Daredevil, like, okay, Daredevil is not going to be fighting Dr. Doom. You can't see. No. <gasps> they're going to have him and Echo team up. What will their team be called? Don't be offensive. <laughs> In the comments, <laughs> I want somebody to come up with the team between Daredevil and Echo. That's a good good pivot. pivot. I, I think like Daredevil will be leading a team on like a side quest. That is important, but he's not going to be punching Doctor Doom in space. Or is not with that attitude. 
Not in this economy. Tell, <laughs> this economy, tell gas prices the way they are going down suddenly. What's up with that? Um, you know what I actually just realized? Well, fa- obviously, Phase Six is only three movies they revealed. There's probably going to be more than that, right? So, but, it, I, but I'll put the graphic here in the Phase Six uh, timeline. It's like Fantastic Four starts and then jump to a. There's a yeah, giant year. blank. Yeah, and then Kang. We're not going to tell you all that's happening in between, but this is how it's going to end. It's going to start this way and end this way. Okay, I just realized that there's no Eternals. There's no new Eternals. I, I, um, I not. I mean, I guess they don't need another movie, but those are pretty powerful and important characters. And the cliffhanger at the end of that movie seems pretty important. So I, I, in looking at the other stuff, I don't know where they're supposed to come back. Sure. So maybe they are a part of the space force. Well, I mean, the Eternals is kind of interesting because they're almost like they're all like they're like super superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, their thing is they're all really truly like demigods basically yeah so to have them not be around because it, it, it you actually have the problem and i think marvel was always going to eventually run into this which is like the concept of power creep sure where you just end up with characters who are so absurdly powerful it becomes it feels trivial that they're not involved in certain plots right like when they can just instantly fix it yeah like why is um like why the heck is is Tom Holland having a hard time beating Green Goblin when Captain Marvel can just deck him once and it's over yeah. kind of a thing? Just call Carol and end this. Better call Carol. Right. Got her number. Well, that's like the Russo brothers got roasted for nerfing Hulk in Endgame. Why did the Russo brothers hate the Hulk? Oh, we nerfed the Hulk. We nerfed him. We just didn't know what to do with them. We are like, what, this big, powerful character? What do we do with this big, powerful character? Because it's like, they flat out said, like, what do you do with him in that movie? Like, that was the direction they took because otherwise they flat out didn't have a a plan for him. Which, the um, a while ago, the Russo brothers were asked, like, if there was any storyline you could go down, if there was any storyline you could do, what would it be? And they said... The one series that, you know, we adored uh, uh, growing up was Secret Wars. And this was an interview, like, a few years ago, but they've already, like, Kevin Feige has already said that they're not involved at all in this, which is sad because they rock. Just like that girl who played Cassie. Scott's daughter. Not involved. Not involved. Well, then somebody even said, like, with the way Kang manipulates timelines and does different variants, they could literally explain every single plot hole in the MCU as... Oh, how convenient. ...something Kang did. Like, Edward Norton used to be Hulk, but now it's Mark Ruffalo. Hashtag Kang. Or, he did uh, it. Or Terrence Howard used to be... Rhodey, yeah. Rhodey. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Hashtag Kang. That's Kang. He can do anything. So that's... Yeah. I, Hashtag that's so Kang. I mean, how are they going to reel that in? So that is the MCU rundown. You know, it's kind of messed up in a weird way. Hmm. They could have just recast Black Panther. They could have. I... I don't know. I'm interest, super interested to see that what is, they That do. is, again, like I said, that's actually why that movie is so interesting because logistically, most movies would just recast the guy. Right. Like, that's just what you do. Yeah. These are movies. Right. This isn't real. Right. You can. It's a product. You can put another guy in the suit, have him play the part. It'll be okay. But they're decidedly not doing that. 
Yeah. And that's where I talked about like the 80, 20, the 80% where they stick to the storyline and they've got the 20. This movie is more like 80, 20 reversed where yeah. they are just going to take it a new direction and take his death and like really play into that and try to honor him and not recast it. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm so excited for that movie. I don't know how I feel about Wakanda forever getting, uh, all water wars in the movie theaters ahead of avatar two. <laughs> yeah. What's that movie called? Avatar. I, I have no idea. Avatar, the, the, the water. <laughs> I, it's not the shape of water, which is a Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. That's what is it called? Movie, <laughs> it? Uh, the way of water. That's what it is. Isn't it? The way of water. Such a stupid name. The way of water. You were right. So stupid. I Pretty love stupid. It. Um, so it's like the Phantom Menace. It's like just so stupid. It's great. <laughs> that wraps up MCU recap. So much is coming, and uh, and that's just that's just MCU San yeah. Diego Comic Con recap. And now I'm that gonna, doesn't even include all the other whatever they were talking about there. I'm gonna give you guys a 10 second rundown of the DC stuff. Go DC. Uh, Black Adam's coming out. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is making his superhero debut. Uh, not gonna lie, I'm a little burnt out on Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, I mean, he's like Get built- exactly. I mean, I've been following him on social media, and I knew he was gonna be Black Adam like a long time ago, and it's finally coming out. That role is perfect for him. You look at the comic book character physically; he is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, it's probably gonna be good. I think the DC universe is trying to reset and start on the right foot. Um, but again, I mean, just the rock is everywhere and I'm getting a little burnt out kind of like Chris Pratt and Chris Evans are everywhere. Just like you wrote in your uh, blog post. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a line where you actually expose somebody so much to something they resent it. Yeah. And I've followed him on social media so long, like back when he had 30 million followers, which like now comparatively is nothing because he's one of the most followed people on social media. And uh, yeah, just seeing his face every single day is becoming a little tiresome. And now I got to see him in the DCU. So I mean, I don't even see my face every day. No. Most of the time, because I just can't even look at myself in the mirror anymore. <laughs> Usually I wake up late and I got to run out and I don't look at a mirror. Yeah. Much like today. How's my hair? It shows. Six out of ten. Always looking good though, buddy. Mm. So thanks, man. <laughs> All right, Black Adam, you have uh that was that was that was uh the first second of your ten seconds. You have nine more seconds. Go. Uh new Shazam trailer. Looks good, looks interesting. He's fighting a bunch of gods. I never saw the first Shazam. I've Blasphemy. heard good things. There's only one god, ma'am. Zachary Levi Levi. I love him. Love him from his Chuck days. He's a good guy. Uh DC, they scrapped Batgirl. Just completely scrapped it. Sean, do you have any input on that? I bet the movie wasn't good. Yikes. That's why they got rid of it. Yeah, they might. I mean, they said it's in post-production and the original or the initial responses were good to the screenings, but they... I'm going to roll the dice and say it wasn't good. $90 million they spent and they're just saying, we're not releasing this movie. Freaking yikes. Ezra Miller was recently charged for his crimes in New Hampshire or whatever, so now he's probably not going to be Flash, but they already filmed the Flash movie, and I do believe I read they're moving forward with that. I mean, that they're doing Flashpoint with that. I can't imagine being... I can't... I can't... I cannot, Austin, care about a Flash movie. Dude, Flashpoint is a sweet storyline. Dude, it's baller. 
Not with Ezra Miller. <laughs> no. Never was going to be. But in Flashpoint, uh, <laughs> here's two more seconds of my 10 second recap. Yeah. Uh, You'll have seven more seconds after Thomas this. Wayne is Batman. Martha Wayne becomes the Joker. Because in the alleyway in this universe, All right. instead <laughs> of... <laughs> Instead of the parents getting killed, Bruce gets killed. So Martha goes insane and Thomas becomes a almost like a Punisher-esque Batman where he just goes around killing people with guns. Okay. <laughs> that movie, that, it, there's an animated movie. It's pretty sweet. Did you watch the, the CW show at all? Which one? Flash. No. It's pretty good. I've right? seen the great meme. Which one? <laughs> Do you trust me? Every soul of my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like the last hole on my bulging belt, or like the or yeah, like the last hole in my belt. <laughs> Do you trust me? <laughs> and like my bulging belly <laughs> with every cell of my body. <laughs> uh, Flash season like one and one through two and a half are really good, and then it gets yeah. But Reverse Flash is the main bad guy. It's uh, It was Supergirl had her own show that yeah. had just um, embarrassingly bad CGI and special effects at times. And Flash was born out of Arrow. Arrow was great until it wasn't, which is the same story for all those shows. They're great until they become not great. It's hard, man. It's hard. Last thing I'll leave you guys with. This is a total rumor. I don't know if this is confirmed or denied, but Henry Cavill was rumored to be in talks to be a part of the MCU. Henry Cavill was perfect yeah. for uh, Superman. Mm -hmm. He, I know it seems disrespectful to typecast a guy based off literally his appearance and physique. Right. Because that just doesn't seem respectful of him as an actor. He is a decent actor. Yeah. But like, dude, I have grown up seeing terrible... I, I have never seen a person who looks like a comic book Superman yeah. until Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's perfect. He is a juggernaut of a guy. The okay? fact that we did not get a Man of Steel 2 is so disappointing. And so it is like, it is such a weird problem that he was... We've waited literally 100 years yeah. for a guy like him to play Superman. And then uh, Warner Brothers just kind of had no idea... What to do with them? They did not have Kevin Feige on their squad, so it's kind of a bummer. I I don't know. I don't I don't mind the idea of him being something somewhere, but I think anything he could play is anything is just a step down from Superman. I agree. It's not his role. We're like I like I said, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is really a A plus casting for Black Adam. I mean, Henry Cavill was the ultimate Superman cast. Yes. And anything else that he shows up in is going to be, it's going to feel weird. And my first response to that rumor was who would he even be? Because like all the good, all the good characters are already used. But then I spent the last 48 hours diving into this Kang dynasty secret war stuff. And there's so many possibilities. I'm sure they could find a good spot for him and utilize him in a positive way. There was a, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure there was at some point like a Marvel DC team up comic run. Yeah. Well, what's kind of a bummer is that DC always had the problem of trying to just play catch up with yeah, Marvel. Right. Once Marvel got going, they were on a roll yep. and DC was like trying to do shortcuts to get there. Yeah. It just wasn't going to work. No, it didn't. It's sad. 
but it is what it is. So that wraps it up, guys. Sean, do you have any closing thoughts? Um, San Diego Comic Con, man, it's it's crazy that it's become. Uh, I mean, it's become this. It's become the big movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of premiere thing, and I am shocked. I am shocked that those trailers that they showed there haven't been released yet. Yeah. I, you know what? You can probably find little snippets on YouTube. I didn't want to. Though. I understand the idea of like, oh, somebody was like secretly recording. Yeah. But like, I'm talking about like you guys, like, hey, sure. Day of, week of, you don't want to like have it on the internet because people who went there deserve to see it first. 100% agree. But it's been like a month. It has. So dude, I, why can't I see the Quantum Mania trailer? What's right. going on? And do, you, I w- do you not want me to see it? Maybe not. I got five more minutes and I won't care anymore, guys. <laughs> Ant, Ant-Man who? Well, don't you love the the dichotomy of MCU versus DC? Where MCU is showing you their plans for the next five years. They're teasing Secret War, Avengers at the end of Phase 6. Cut to DC. Uh, it's just running we made, through a room screaming. <laughs> we made a $90 million movie and we're not going to release it. <laughs> It's true. That should do it. Thank bad. you guys for listening. I tried to make that brief. It wasn't, but gosh darn it. There was so much stuff I didn't talk about in terms of like diving into each one of these shows, each one of these characters. There's so much content coming out. And kind of like David said in the Thor and Love and Thunder review, like they have to do some kind of good overall montage recap for people because I'm a hardcore fan and I'm getting lost. Kenobi worked. Kenobi did that. work. They, they gave you that snippet of like, here's what's going on with this character. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Kind of that thing. Or the Clone Wars. No, uh, not that. <laughs> Clone Troopers unite as war rages across the galaxy. Gosh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. Uh, All right. Well, then, yeah, that wraps it up. I, uh, I'm i excited. Hey, yeah. Hey, and you know what? 99 nerds will be there every step of the way. We're going to be here for you guys. <laughs> Fun till, fact. Till the bitter end. <laughs> fun fact. We all forgot that, that San Diego Comic Con was about to happen. And we were texting each other like, so what do you guys think? And like, what should we talk about? And then boom, San Diego Comic Con. Show, show, movie, movie, phase five, phase six. It's like. We were all busy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, well, you know. Just when we thought we ran out of stuff Well, because we're, try- we're, start- we're trying to get like geared up for like uh, Rings of Power. Rings of Power and or series. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's things happening. It's not like it ever stopped. It's, it's like. There's so much. Don't ask me to care about the future. So, yeah. I, just I only hope- have the now. I just hope that Marvel doesn't lose that middle of the road. I'm a fan of these movies, but I can't commit my life to learning about all these characters because that's what it's becoming. Like, you got to you gotta freaking. You got to freaking listen to six hours of podcast to understand Kang. And it might as well be the 99 Nerds one. You could just listen to this episode, six hours. Oh, gosh, I wish. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'd finally I t- have something to listen to while I do longer. I tried to make this brief for you guys, but it went long. So that's going to do it. Um, question for the peeps. Have you ever heard of Kang? What do you think about Phase 5? What do you think about Phase 6? Uh, what was your favorite part of Phase 4? What's, and, what's, and finally, what's the Daredevil Echo? team up yeah what's the daredevil echo the dynamic duo name team name yeah all right guys that's going to close it out thank you for listening uh listen on spotify give us a rating uh like comment subscribe i i thoroughly enjoyed researching for this i mean listening to those podcasts talking about the mcu is a lot of fun for me so it doesn't feel like work we want to inform you as much as we can so uh thank you for listening like comment subscribe listen on spotify watch the youtube video tell somebody that you know about us and only you can send us to the moon. So we thank you.